0: Welcome to Geek Speak Sidekick, your companion to Australia's number one geek pop culture podcast and TV series, Geek Speak Live. I'm your host, the geek of all trades, Steve Muller. And I'm the star of this
1: issue, Brendan Lowe.
0: really think so, don't hey, you? Hey,
1: your words, bitch, at the end of the last issue. You said this is going to be a Brendan centric uh, issue. Oh,
0: I did say that, didn't I? You did. Uh, I'm going to eat those words. You're
1: going to eat something.
0: Oh, oh, hello. <laughs> Speaking of eating words, we have two uh, special guests tonight. We do. Uh Todd and Wade. They're not actually uh live here. No. Uh, but we're going to phone it into to them yeah. whenever we get a chance. And cross just, to, we'll cross to we'll them. We'll cross to them. They'll be our uh, consultants on certain things tonight, and uh, we, we just want to get their opinion on certain things. So we do. Uh, um, yeah, their opinion is valuable to us. It, it is very valuable to we us. We love and mum and dad's opinions. listeners, opinion. you'll find out soon why it is so valuable to us. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of which, Todd, what do you think? I'm a thick prick. Oh, so prick. true. So true. So true. But uh, moving straight into it, yes, we will get the Brendan-centric part out of the way, so okay. I still have my moment to shine. <laughs> you went down to... Well, let's
1: start. Let's go chronologically. Chronologically. Okay, because we've been talking take, about take this... Take it from the top. We've been talking about this for about three weeks. Yes. Um, girly Geek host Anna Marangeli and yep. myself, uh, along with Grace, who we talk about all the time on this show... Honorary sidekick. Um, Yeah, and a couple of other friends of ours. We went along to a gig here in Brisbane, was it three weeks ago now?
0: Yeah, it's a fair few weeks now.
1: And, mate, for people who grew up in the 90s and loved 90s pop, it was a big night. (laughs) Back street, back, alright! Not quite. Very close. The the British counterpart, I would say.
0: Uh, Ah, okay. um, Up down go. No, <laughs> no. Nope. Actually Grace will love you for singing that song though. No.
1: We went and saw five. Oh
0: Everybody get up, sing it. One, two, three, four.
1: Five will make it get down now. That would be the one. However, there's only four of them now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hasn't there only been four of them since even when they were big? Uh, cause, no, no. Because one of them cut out at one point, that and was, that they was, had a cutout of him. That was at clip. the
1: end of their run. like They'd essentially broken up before that album came out. Oh, really? Yeah. So, anyway, the four guys that are remaining came and did a, a tour here. They played at Eaton's Hill in Brisbane. Yep. Great little venue. I'd never been there before. But, mate, I have to be honest. As little? Lame... That thing is
0: huge once you get it. It is that. actually
1: quite big. I just have to say from the from the top, as lame as this sounds... And in terms of, <laughs> in terms of a show, it was the worst show I've ever been to for production value. There was no set or anything. It was just them in front of a black curtain.
0: Just them on stage. There was
1: no band. It was backing track.
0: Oh gosh, they just had the CD play. But going. they did sing
1: live, mate. All that aside, I have never had so much fun at any concert in my life.
0: Well, I remember the next day uh, I had to ask you to. I think I was trying to get you to do something. Like, look, man. Oh, we were going to go see Thor too. We were. And he's just like, Look, man, I partied so hard last <laughs> time. I'm out. I'm like, You don't even drink.
1: No, nah, man, Look, honestly, and Anna will back me up for this. I sh- we should have had her on this issue, but when we walked in, there was no support act. There was just two female DJs for about two and a half hours oh, before God, they that came shit on. Me. No, but it was awesome because we walked in and the venue was already about a quarter full mm. and they were only playing 90s hits. Oh, okay, so when, all we, when we walked in, at the same time, Anna and I have looked at each other and we've just gone, oh my God, it's a school social. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and that It's rumours all over again. It kind of
1: was. And that was the theme for the entire night. The crowd that was there were people our age. I don't think there would have been anyone younger than maybe 22, 23 there, and no one older than, say, maybe 35. Mm. It was the age group that, you know, they're our age. They grew up, you know, going to high school in the mid to late 90s to the early 2000s, and everybody was just there to basically just get off on nostalgia. And, man, it was so much fun. Anna and I were exhausted before they even came on stage because we were dancing. Just dancing it up. (laughs) Yeah, to 90s pop all night. And then when they came on, The crowd went ballistic. I wasn't sure what to expect in terms of volume of crowd for this because it wasn't very well advertised either. But if that venue wasn't at capacity, I reckon they would have only been able to fit maybe three more people in. Because
0: was it outside in the beer garden? Because that's where they usually do this stuff. No, no. It was in the big concert hall that Ah. they have there. If you've ever
1: been to the Tivoli, I think it's kind of like comparable in size to the Tivoli.
0: Well, you have. Me- I'll come back to that because, funnily enough, you mentioned the Tivoli. That was something I did during the week. Okay. But uh, Geek Speak rate, like, because there was only four of them. Yeah. Was it Jade? Jade. He was the, 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 rapper. the rapper. Yeah. The, the bad boy. Kind of. What would you give it? Geek Speak sidekick rating out of five.
1: <laughs> well, out of
0: five. Well,
1: I should really say five, shouldn't I? Look, to be honest, yeah. Production value and and everything, I'd probably have to give it a one out of five. But (laughs) overall, (laughs) but just the experience of the night, and Anna and I are totally in agreement. We're so glad we went. Yeah. I'd nearly have to give it a five out of five just for the amount of fun
0: that we had. God, it was a good night. So, what do we call that? You've got a one and a five. It was a three. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Um, Well, you did that. I did. We've, we've been wanting to talk about that for weeks. Well, and you've then, been wanting to talk about that for that for weeks. You keep ringing me up, going, "When the
1: fuck am I going to
0: talk about <laughs> that?" Is not, that is not. true. No, but, it's not at all. And well, then the week after. Well, Todd, what was, do you reckon? You know, has you know, Brendan been haranguing me all this time? I'm a thick prick. Oh, mate, that's a little harsh. <laughs> no one can accuse you of lying, can they? <laughs> <laughs> but then the
1: week after that gig was Supernova, so we were going to talk about it the following week. Yep. But all the supernova oh, stuff supernova happened, was massive and that was our last issue which yep, was yep. totally dedicated to supernova mm-hmm. then on friday of last week i flew down to melbourne you left me <laughs> on a jet plane um, my wife and i flew down to melbourne now i've never been to melbourne before so this you was uncultured an uncultured ex- bar. i know this was an experience for me anyway can mate before we get into actually why i was down there can yep, i just yep. say what they say about melbourne is true What's that? The food down there and it, the culture—it's just amazing. Like Ligon Street. Which Are you going to become one of these
0: people where it's like, oh, Brisbane sucks. I'm moving to Melbourne. Melbourne's the culture capital of Australia. No, <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. I love,
1: I love Queensland
0: mm-hmm. and I love Brisbane. You love Brisbane.
1: I do, oh, don't like the heat. That was something I did like about Melbourne. <laughs> Mate, it was all week last week. It was 30 plus degrees here in Brisbane, sweating our rings out yeah. and got down to Melbourne on Friday as they landed. Current temperature in Melbourne, 11 degrees. Oh, <laughs> you,
0: you would have been ecstatic.
1: Oh, I love it because I, I hate the heat. I love the cold. Friday night, mm. double bed, Jess and I, flannelette sheet and two dunas oh in my mid-November.
0: God. I've been sleeping naked on top of the bed without it any sheetage near me for awesome. two weeks. I
1: loved it. But the reason why I was down there, of course, yeah. was to visit the Melbourne Museum. Yep. And the designing
0: 07 exhibition. Oh, that would have been amazing. You yeah. would have been you would have just been walking around geek boners the entire day. <laughs> oh
1: mate, I was knocking stuff over any which way I turned. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, you flipped the Aston Martin. If, if
1: people had to walk past me, they'd do like limbo. <laughs> Oh, look, man, it was fantastic. Now, one of the disappointing things was I. they had a little part before you really got into the exhibit um, where you could take photos, and that's actually where they had the Aston Martin from Skyfall Yep. and a few other vehicles because I think they, they knew they weren't going to be able to stop people taking photos of that, no. that was, and posing with it. The whole
0: and, thing is like you can pretty much walk in anywhere these days with a camera considering yeah, it's in your phone. Its,
1: phone. It's, t- it's so easy. Yep. And I mean, I, be, I have to be honest. There were people inside the exhibition snapping off photos left, right, and center. Yep. But I just thought, you know what? I've travelled so far to come to this. With my luck, I'd be the guy that they come in and go. So you know, so you either aren't to give take me photos. your phone or
0: get the fuck out. Yeah.
1: And I, to me, it wasn't worth the risk. Towards the end, when we were getting close to leaving, I did snap off a couple of photos. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: it's not the only thing you snapped <laughs> off.
1: Mm. <laughs> oh look, man! It was for me and any Bond fan. I cannot recommend enough taking the time and going along to check out this exhibition. How like long I, is it running? Uh, I think it's till February or oh, late wow. January, so I think. Oh, it's,
0: it's there for a while. Get along to it. Yeah,
1: it, it started in no, early November. Yeah. But uh, as I previously mentioned, they had the Aston Martin from Skyfall there. hmm they had the Aston Martin from On Her Majesty's Secret Service there, which is yep. from that very, very famous, if you've never seen the George Lazenby Bond film, spoiler alert, but it's fucking old as, so I don't care. Spoilers. It's that famous car that they drove off in at the end of the film just after Bond marries Tracy.
0: Oh, fucking Bond getting married. What and is this world coming to? Well,
1: mate, as they're driving away from their wedding, Blowfield drives past and sprays the car with bullets and Tracy dies.
0: Interesting you mention Blofeld. Blowfield? Blowfield, Blowfield. I saw a little article about him the other day. That yeah, now they could potentially bring him back into the Bond
1: fold with the rebooted Bond franchise because, because they've got the the...
0: L- the rights to him or yeah, something, it's, isn't it's, it?
1: Man, it's too long a convoluted to even get into in this podcast. But mm. essentially, um...
0: he, he's the guy that Doctor Evil was based on. The yeah. ball guy that well, strokes his cat. Yes. Yes. <laughs>
1: Um, Yeah, basically the guy, like Eon Productions, who make all the official Bond films, Yep, there was a licensing issue with the Thunderball movie, hence why we got the god-awful Never Say Never Again in, in I think it was 1983. Was that
0: Timothy Dalton? No, that
1: was Sean Connery. He came back in the 80s. Oh, really? It was an unofficial Bond film Uh, because the rights to Thunderball were tied up to another guy. He only had the rights to that. So he could keep remaking Thunderball over and over if he wanted to. Yep. And he actually tried in the 90s to do it again when Brosnan was Bond with Timothy Dalton. Oh. It was fucked. I'm so glad that's all sorted out. Anyway, um, they had one of the parasailers from The World Is Not Enough there.
0: I saw the photo of that. I, I s- thought they had the um, the elk deer. Yes, from the... the stag. Yeah, from, from Skyfall, Skyfall Lodge. The, the, yep, the, from the front of the house. Uh, they had
1: Jaws teeth there. Oh, that um, looked creepy. Yeah, one thing that I was very excited about, which may not mean something to a lot of people, but um, the if you've seen *License to Kill*, Timothy Dalton's I have seen second that one. Last one, the cigarette lighter that Felix gives him, yeah, um, as a wedding, well, you know, as a gift for being his best man at his wedding, that was there. Oh. I got a kick out of seeing that. The attaché case, attaché the very case. first ever Bond gadget from from *Russia with Love*. Oh wow, that was there. Oh, I man. saw
0: the uh frozen um, the life form model of Alan Cumming yes. from uh, GoldenEye. Bo-
1: Boris. Boris Boris. I, I am, invincible. am invincible. Yeah, that was there. That was in the part where you could take now, photos. Was it Ursula a- Andrus's white bikini? Ursula Oh, it's from funny to mention o. that I
0: just used her in uh well I didn't use her. I oh used I would a reference used her back to in the day in a pitch for my documentary the other day. Now, was it Nintendo sixty four rules? No odd job? No, odd job's hat was there. Oh, the odd jobs. Did you feel like breaking the case, getting it out, and
1: throwing it at people? Oh, man, I felt like breaking every case and just taking the shit with me. It was it was fantastic. I absolutely loved it. I I can't talk enough about it and the things that I saw. And then they had a bond, like a bond specific gift shop there, which I could have spent like Nirvana for you. I could have spent so much money there. (laughs) Look, yeah, it was. For me, overall experience, everybody knows I'm a massive Bond nerd. Yep, um, I, I'm gonna have to go five out of five for it.
0: There it is. Well, it's very rare you give anything a five out of five on the Geek Speak rating.
1: Well, yeah, I, I just think I always like to think, particularly you know, with films and stuff like that, as much as I can love a film, mm. yeah, I, I, as much as I loved it, I you know, is it perfect? Maybe not. Mm. But with this, it was a once in a lifetime thing for me. I got to visit a city that I'd never been to before that I'd kind of always wanted to see, and I'm really glad I did it. Um, yeah, so for that, I, I have to give it five out of five. I'm not just going to throw it out willy-nilly.
0: <laughs> I love that term, willy-nilly.
1: <laughs> but, um, you know, it, w- does Wade think I'm being, you know, over the top giving it a five out of what five? It, what, what what do you think, Wade?
0: I'm a thick <laughs> prick. <laughs> <laughs> nah,
1: he okay, so point. He's, he's uh, happy with the five out of five. He's then. happy. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, while you've been doing that... Yes, Well, you were down there. Uh, I mentioned on the live Geek Speak Live podcast we did for Halloween, uh, Brisbane International Film Festival was coming up. Oh, yes. Uh, We went, Emily and I went along last Friday night and saw all, oh, no, no, no. We were going to go Friday night, sorry, for The Exorcist because Linda Blair was coming.
1: Yeah, but then she had to, was she still there? She she pulled
0: out. Okay. So we we were given the choice, full refund or partial refund, and still see the movie. And we're like, eh, we've seen The Exorcist. It would have been cool to see it at the cinema. That's but the I was whole gonna, point I was, was ask, we wanted to be, see Linda Blair. Is it at like, I remember of It was of a midnight ago, screening.
1: I saw the original Superman film on the big screen. Yep. Is, I own the movie, but I wanted to see it in the cinema. Is The Exorcist that kind of film, or was it more for you being a horror fan?
0: It was more we were just going to do it so we could meet Linda Blair. Okay. She was going to introduce the movie, do all that sort of stuff. So when she didn't come, going we were like, vomit eh. everywhere. So we just got the full refund. We did see a film called Almost Human. Okay. A, now, I'll come back to that title. It was just a... Seemed like an independent film. A lot of people who were obviously friends and relatives of the people making it. There was this great <laughs> shot with this old lady buying something in the. Uh hardware store and she just looks straight down the barrel of the camera and she goes, thank you. Don't you love it when extras do that? Um, It's been good. Uh, Emily got to see on Wednesday night, this one with Alec Baldwin and I've forgotten the other dude's name. They're trying to get Last Tango in Paris remade. Okay. And they go to Cannes Film Festival and go around to all the big names and they're pitching this idea. It's a great look at how films get financed and stuff like that. I'd like to see that actually. I was going to see it. But I had to, we had our uni showcase that night at the Tivoli. Oh,
1: okay. Oh, okay.
0: And th- it's basically they're showing off what the, like, they have a few awards and everything. They show off what each department does, stuff like that. Yep. But we also did a live record, multi-camera recording of it. Rightio. And I was the assistant director and vision switcher. The arse director. <laughs> <laughs> um, Massive day. Like, I was going from 10 a.m. to 11 p.m. Oh, yeah, like I a did feel good that because I knew you had a big yeah, day. It was mass- so worth it. Going in the resume and the portfolio. Um, well, one we're seeing tonight is another little horror. Uh, it's not quite a horror movie. It's like these two guys are roped into doing stuff.
1: <laughs> it sounds like you and me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, like, odd jobs. Like, they're, they're at the bar. They just want money. And so this old couple keeps giving them money to do this weird shit. But uh, the thing with the Brisbane International it Film does Festival, sound like us with Todd and Wade yeah. minus the money. Yeah, pretty much no money at all. <laughs> Do you have anything to save yourself about that, Todd? I'm a thick prick. Yep, good call. Yeah, yeah, didn't think so. <laughs> um, it's amazing how it's been run because yeah. at, at the start the 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 schedule for all the movies or oh, and tickets was so late coming out. We're like, is this even happening? Where,
1: where are they holding it?
0: They hold them at a lot of the Centro, uh, like Palace Cinemas, like oh, so okay. Barrack Centro. They yeah. do do some of the Maya Center, uh, event cinemas. The one we went along to last week, this almost human, we went to go in. It was starting eight thirty. It was about twenty five past eight. We go up and they're like, look. We're letting the other cinemas only just coming out now, the other screening. We've just got to clean it up. Go and sit down at the bar. We'll come up and tell everyone when we're taking people in. We're like, yep, yep, cool. We go and sit right where they've got to walk past us, like right where they take tickets normally. Mm -hmm. And about 25 to 9, no one's come up. We're still sitting there. And we're like, what the fuck is going on here? So we walk down and we're like, are you guys letting people in yet? And they say, oh, yeah, the movie started five minutes ago. We went ballistic. Well, like, you said you would come up and tell us, oh, yeah, I, w- I went up to the bar. I'm like, did you whisper in two people's ear? Oh, the session's starting. You can come down now. <laughs> we were fucking ropeable. It was like we were sitting right there. We pointed. You would have had to walk past us. We would have looked right at you in the eye. Yeah. Nothing. Fuck you, you pricks. Apparently, uh, they're having a lot of issues with their volunteer and just the way things are run. I saw a status the other day on someone's uh, posted on um, Biff's Facebook page. Yeah. They just paid $15 for parking at Goma to go see a session and found out, you know, five minutes before the film, oh, no, it won't be showing now.
1: Oh, God.
0: And they just had that a few nights before they found out 10 minutes after the film was meant to be starting, oh, no, it won't be getting shown at all. And that's, because that's and the, these people the have um, uh, bought tickets in bulk, like twenty five or twenty four tickets or something uh, via Ticket and everything, because you bought them in bulk, you can't get refunds on individual tickets. Yeah. Uh, apparently Wednesday night, Emily went along with her brother. She said it was a whole different. Uh, it was a whole different experience. Everyone was just amazing. Uh, Things ran well, you know. People were thanking them after they saw the film. They're like, "Thank you 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 for coming along." The Alec Baldwin one. Oh, okay. Can't remember the name of it. So I've been doing that. But amongst it, I've also been watching some new TV shows when I've had the chance.
1: Yes. Just before we move on from cinema, though, really uh, quickly, you mentioned before that um, the day after five, we were going to try and do a psychic uh, date to see Thor, Thor two. 2. Yep, yep. I went along and saw it last Thursday. Oh, what do you think? This has been out for a couple of weeks, and we hadn't talked about it because none of us had seen it. No. Uh, mate, I loved it. Now, I've always thought out of the phase one Marvel films, Thor was my
0: least yeah, favourite. you were never... I love it, but you were never a big fan. I just... I, I,
1: when, I never saw it at the cinema, and mm. sort of from when it came... When it finished at the cinema to when it came out on DVD, everyone was going on about, oh, Thor was great, Thor was great. I watched it, and I was just like... I need like, a horse. I just thought, yeah, okay. It was it was good. Mm. Like, I know I'm probably going to get Kane for this, but like... And it's not just because I'm a DC guy, but Green Lantern came out the same year. Yeah. I liked Green Lantern better than oh, Thor. Look,
0: I love Green Lantern. We all know this, uh, but I still rate four over it.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. I just I didn't rate the first one, so I went in with not a lot of expectation for for the second one, mm. mate. I fucking loved it. Honest to God, it was. I walked out of there thinking that was the best Marvel film I've seen to date. Ooh, that is a
0: big call. I, I
1: hand on heart, I liked it more than the Avengers. Damn, I really, really and enjoyed it, the Avengers. Shit out was of this like movie. the
0: that was a comic book film.
1: Yeah, and so was this. I, and and that's the other thing too. And I've said it before. You go too far into the fantasy realm and you go too sci-fi, yeah. you kind of lose me. Mm-hmm. This, and that's what I thought was going to happen. And I mm-hmm. think maybe that's why I didn't like the first one so much. Yeah. Mate, I, I don't know. I just really
0: friggin' enjoyed it. And you've got Cat Dennings saying "meow meow." <laughs> yeah, you know that, about that, that dude. That, that never gets old. I yeah. knew they would have her say that again in the second one because that was one of the best parts of the first one. It was like "meow meow." <laughs> and Cat Dennings was really good in this too. And Todd and Wade, it's pronounced "miolnia." <laughs> Do you have anything to say for yourself? We're both fucked. Uh, it's funny you mentioned sci-fi because I did mention that movie, or almost human. Yes, it, basically that one was about aliens. Um abductees, all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Almost Human, the yes. new show started the other day. I mentioned a while back uh, all the geeky shows starting up soon. Yes, we, we spoke yes, about yes. Sleepy Hollow, which I'm honestly surprised is still going. I love that first episode. Have you watched any more? I watched the second and gave up because the second just dropped so much. I'm like, nah, I'm done already. Okay. Um, It's Almost Human has Carl Urban from oh, Lord of the yes. Rings, Star Trek, uh, Dread. Yep. And he plays a cop. It's set in, I think, it's about 2048 or something. And cops are all... Crime is massive. Uh, crime rate's like 400%. It's all very futuristic and sci-fi. And cops are partnered with a synthetic android. Okay. And he, at the start, has a bit of an accident and, you know, has a few things done... But basically, he's not a fan of the androids, but he has to be partnered with one. And Michael, I think it's Michael Ealy, he used to be in this great show, Splinter Cell. He plays Dorian. He's a DRN unit that were made to actually feel, to actually express emotion. Oh, okay. People said they were crazy uh, because they let their emotions get the better of them, but they are the most human androids. So I was a little worried. You know, you've got Carl Urban. He, he, basically, the show is a mix of, like, Blade Runner, iRobot, just every sci-fi thing, surrogates, all these things you can think of. Okay. And I was thought, oh, okay, so he's going to be partnered with an android. How's this going to go? Is it, it like is, a buddy cop movie? It really <laughs> is. It is so funny because you've got the android who still thinks um, in android terms. Like, he's very human, but he's sitting there saying... He sets him up with an online dating profile because he scanned his balls and noticed they were swollen because he hasn't been releasing himself. And Carl Urban's like, never scan my testicles again. That's so it, it's got these great... Their relationship is the best thing. Because uh, the newer versions of these androids, they are fucking creepy looking. Okay. They're humanoid. They're human looking, but they've got these big pushed out cheekbones and stuff. and Ooh. So it it aired the other night. It was meant to start at the beginning of November. They pushed it back. Okay. Uh, started Sunday night in the states. Aired the second episode the next day on Monday, and I think oh. that's going to be its regular time. So, Geek's Week rating out of uh, five. I'm giving that a three and a half so far. Okay. Um, Got a lot of potential.
1: I was just going. I was just thinking while you were talking there. Are you still sticking with Agents of Shield?
0: Yeah, I haven't caught up with the latest episode though. Okay. Are you still enjoying it? Yes, but uh, Sky is becoming laurel for me. I'm really getting fed up with her. Oh, really? I'm ready to beat her.
1: Okay. She, I...
0: she, she's just the same every episode. She's the rebellious, argumentative, oh, I'm going to do this, going to do this, and just causes shit, and I'm just ready God, to. Oh, she's just... good to look at, though.
1: Yeah, but <laughs> she's got that over Laurel.
0: <laughs> Honestly, Fitz and Simmons best characters in there. I yeah, love I was, them. I was just and they say, grow.
1: Because I just you, you hear a lot of talk online and everything about people bagging the crap out of this show and uh, you know, I'm not a Marvel guy at all. Nope. But fuck, I'm still really digging the hell out of it. I love I think it. It's great.
0: I just with the week that I've had, I haven't been able to catch up with it. I haven't been able to catch up with Arrow.
1: The the episode that aired this week ties into Thor 2. But oh. because you haven't seen of, Thor Oh, I thought you meant of Arrow. No, no. <laughs> Whoa. But no, because you haven't seen Thor two though, it, it you don't need to have seen it. Yeah. But, it,
0: it, but once you see Thor two, you'll be like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, it was pretty cool. What was <laughs> latest Arrow like? Mate, mind blowing. Because they are really we, ramping it up.
1: We haven't spoken about Arrow for a couple of weeks and we do because talk we about it. Because we speak about Arrow all we the talk fucking about it time. Now this is the thing. I was I was gonna say, it was gonna be my segue with from Marvel's um Agents of Shield into mm. Arrow. I think where people are getting disappointed with it is, I think they may have been expecting too much from it. It was never going to be a superhero show. It is a great comic book show. Yep. But I think where Arrow has got the upper hand, or not even the upper hand, because they're two completely different shows, but Arrow is a superhero show. If you're wanting a weekly superhero fix...
0: Yep. Watch Arrow. Especially with after what they revealed the other day is that they're giving him a domino mask. Yes. Because they, th- this whole season is about his progression from hooded vigilante... To hero. To hero. And
1: and they really from are...
0: Arrow to green Arrow. They're
1: setting up their own mini DCU in this oh, show. Oh, it is.
0: Every episode, they're just throwing in more. And I actually saw the other day, too... The Flash. Uh, the Flash, more... Um, things have been put in there about what we reckon is going to be his... Oh, mate, there was, um, another, there was another one in the episode last night. It's so obvious. Th- they're ramping it up. The Hadron Collider. But even though they're, not, they're still bringing him in as Barry Allen in the coming weeks... Yeah, towards the end of this season of Arrow, there was going to be kind of...
1: So, it's a, an episode it's of Arrow that was going Arrow, to serve as a pilot yep. for a Flash spin off. They've scrapped that.
0: They're actually making a Flash pilot. Yeah. So... The character will be still be introduced in Arrow. Yep. But... Which is really cool because that gives him more more chance to shine. If yeah. it's in Arrow, you're still going to be worrying about Ollie and everyone else. This way, it's going to be about
1: Barry. And I tell you what, since Nolan has stopped making the Batman films and mm. the embargo has been lifted off a lot of the characters, yep, man, they're making use of it. Oh my God, they're just chucking it all into... I'm pretty sure I'm watching a Batman
0: show. There's that just a lot of Green Arrow. In this.
1: and actually, it came out during the week. They've cast the daughter
0: of Razal Mm, Yeah, um, because there was there was mention of that, but it's not Talia. It's not Talia. We'll just no. let that let that sit where it is. There, airing after Arrow in the states is a yeah. show that I've been catching up with. I don't know if you have uh, the Tomorrow People. No, this was another one I said was coming out soon. Funnily enough, main guy Robbie Amell. Oh, Steven yes. Stephen Amel, who plays Oliver Queen, yep. his cousin. Yep. Um, must be something about the so You can see it in their eyes and the way they act. So it must come from the <laughs> father's side. Uh, Tomorrow People is about young, mainly young people who have been developing powers. The three the three T's. Is this a, is it a CW show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It okay. airs after Arrow. Okay. Uh, teleportation, telepathy, telekinesis. Mm-hmm. And basically, Robbie Amell's character starts developing powers. He meets these um, fellow uh, people who are in hiding because the government's after them. Okay. I won't spoil who is actually running this government department, how he relates to it all. Ooh. But it comes out that um, uh, Robbie Amell's father, he, his father was like the leader of these um, powered people. Okay. And trying to, and he's disappeared, trying to find them a utopia where they don't have to live in subways and everything. Honestly, between like the special effects in it, with especially the teleportation, is just insane. Really, it for, is for, a, for a CW show. Yep. That's that's pretty good. Uh, another superhero comic book show that is going quite well. I've missed the last couple of episodes. I think they're up to about six or seven now.
1: Okay, yeah, I think Arrow was seven last night. Yeah. so if so it's been they're airing at the same time. If
0: it's yeah, if it started at the same time, prob- probably be up to seven. But I highly recommend it. That one I'm giving three out of five. Now, yeah, for someone like me, how what's the sort of ratio from comic book to sci-fi? Um, more comic book. Okay, it, it I might is, have to check it out. Well, it's set more modern times, and they have like this AI computer that helps them and everything, but it's all about their powers. Almost human, on the other hand, very sci-fi. Okay. Second episode, not as much. Obviously, in the pilot, they chuck in everything they can, great special yeah. effects. The second episode just felt more like a cop show with a few futuristic elements. They
1: shut all their budget on the pilot. Uh. <laughs>
0: Um, but still, you, you know it's set in the future, but they don't have to just completely ramp it out and go, oh my God, we're set in the future. Here's everything futuristic. Fair enough. Th- there's cool gadgets. Like they had a DNA bomb where these guys, they go into a hotel room and so they're not shown on camera. They spray their face with this mist that when it turns up on camera, it's called a flash mask. Yeah. All their faces is this glowing white ball. And then they go in, kill this guy, and they release a DNA bomb, which basically just blankets the room in thousands of different types of DNA. So there's no evidence.
1: That that actually doesn't sound... It sound
0: it, that sounds very plausible. It, it looks really cool, too, the way That's they cool. do it. So I highly recommend Almost Human. Highly recommend Tomorrow People. And the last one, Dracula.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Jonathan rhys Myers Yes. Uh, Started a few weeks ago. Based on Bram Stoker's, but got a lot of, um, they've gone, taken a lot of liberties. Okay. It's set in England, but he's playing an American, he's Dracula, but he's under the guise of an American inventor or something like that. And there's not as much bloodshed as I was hoping for. Brilliant Mm -hmm. show. Yeah. But he's trying to wipe out this clan that have been trying to wipe out vampires for years, this order of the dragon or something and he's just he's going about it's like oh i've bought their company still it's jonathan reese myers if you've seen him in the tudors he is brilliant i love him as dracula i kind of wish he was doing his british accent though i was gonna say because he's he's, british british (laughs) uh he's doing an american accent but got a great cast in it um harker uh what's her name mina harker the chick can't remember She's a little on the nose, but apart from that, very enjoyable. What is it with female leads in TV shows? Oh. I'm giving that a three out of five as well. Awesome. It's, it, it's well worth a watch. I haven't caught up again the last couple of episodes, but highly enjoyable. And it's good to see a different take on Drag old joy? stories. Blah blah.
1: <laughs> before we move,
0: before we move off television, yeah,
1: um, we should probably mention. By the time this goes uh, out to you people, yep, yep. Um, this coming Sunday, so yeah. in two days' time, maybe one or two days. November
0: time. November twenty-four. Yes, I'm going to hand it over to you. Day of the Doctor, bitches. <laughs> Oh, I've been wait- Everyone has been waiting for this. They have been ramping this up. They've been doing these little mini featurettes online. I think like Night of the Doctor yep. and stuff like this.
1: We'll just treat this as a bit of a public service announcement. Mm-hmm. So, for the people who do want to watch it, um, here are the times in Australia at which you can see. Well, it's Day of the on
0: ABC One, uh, six fifty a.m. So early morning, because it's airing the same time worldwide. I'm pretty sure. Uh, six fifty a.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Time. So we're talking, you know, daylight your, savings area. Yeah, so daylight. Sydney, Melbourne, Sydney, Melbourne. Those of you in Queensland, five fifty a.m. And Northern Territory, South Australia, Western Australia. your usual what what you may call it? You know, yeah. How much delay you'd usually have from the six fifty a.m. Ah. Uh, also, it's going to be repeated at 7.30pm that night. Yes. I don't know if that's 7.30pm across the board. It'll just be across the board. I reckon that'd be across the board because this is obviously... The first screen is it's when they air it everywhere. Yeah. yeah. So this is the 50th anniversary uh, episode. Mm-hmm. This is the one that's got David Tennant coming back. It's got Jenna Coleman in it. Billy Piper, that fucking shav, is coming back. John Hurt's in it. Obviously, Matt Smith. And this is what rolls well, what I'm assuming rolls into Peter Capaldi becoming the twelfth Doctor. Okay. Massive. Everyone is going ballistic over this shit yeah, on the internet. I right? think... Especially when Google make their logo a playable Doctor Who game where you can kill the Doctor with Daleks. I, I think on X-Terminate.
1: Sunday. I think on Sunday hashtag save the day. Is going to be all oh, over social media. That, the internet's going to be <laughs> or hashtag from the this. Doctor. Yep, it, yeah. it is going to be
0: huge. I still need to catch up with what I've missed throughout the year. Okay, I haven't seen anything since uh, Rory and Amy Pond left. Are you going to watch this on Sunday?
1: So <sighs> See, you can give it a bit of a recap for the next issue. Or? I
0: want to, but I feel like I need to catch up with everything I've missed this year.
1: Well, you best to get your finger yeah. out. Yeah,
0: <laughs> amongst all my uni assignments, I'm going to have to watch a lot of Doctor Who in the next two days. Oh, well. But uh, we'll talk about that in the next issue. If if we can't, we'll get someone I'm, who... I'm
1: sure that Todd's going to cover it in their
0: next episode of Geek Speak Live because... Todd, do you reckon you could cover it for us? I'm a thick prick. All right, we might try to get someone else. Well, out. I know he, or, he is or, what, currently... what about you? Wait, wait, are you a Doctor Who fan? I'm a thick <laughs> prick. <laughs>
1: I'm sure Todd will cover it in some way because he's currently under the influence of a quote-unquote Whovian, So Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. So... so
0: we could get Todd, but... Maybe we need to get a bit more out of them than we were able to this issue. But look, I think that's all we have time for. It's been a massive one. It is. It's been it has. Bond. It's been Five. Yes. There's been a lot of TV oh. in there.
1: Movies. Speaking of movies, very, very, very quickly. Mm. Next uh, recording that we do, yes. it'll be like days out from December. Yeah. So I really want to start getting Christmas Oh, Christmas, Christmas suggestions.
0: And one last thing, movies that have just started, started yesterday, Hunger Games, Catching Fire is in cinemas now. Which you can go and see. You did. You were nice enough to give me some free tickets. So, well, well, actually, thanks to Grace. Thanks to Grace. <laughs> when I get a chance, I'm going to go along and see Hunger Games, Catching Fire. I will review the shit out of it. And I'll also review the shit out of Jennifer Lawrence.
1: Okay, so yeah, I'm Steve and I are going to start getting very festive. So everyone listening... Comment. on You're going to get festive. Page. I'm going to get grinchy. You're going to get merry. Grinchy. Okay. Comment on the Facebook page. Let us know your favorite Christmas movies. And as we've said in the past, we want real, genuine, traditional Christmas
0: movies. First person to mention Die Hard gets a sidekick punch in the throat. Okay. <laughs> I just
1: I do love Die Hard, but yeah, yeah we it, want it's tra- not no. We want traditional traditional Christmas, Christmas movies. Yeah.
0: First person to put National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation gets a sidekick hug <laughs> from Brendan. Okay. And me. Okay. Great behind. hug. No pants. It's <laughs> so going, a normal hug, It's man. going to be very festive. A normal Steve hug. Until next issue, be sure to check out all the videos at youtube.com forward slash Geekspeak Australia. Uh, one of the latest ones, our best of Supernova video. It was a great little video, actually. Oh, it is and a fantastic I'm, I'm video. And I'm the thumbnail. Uh, <laughs> I'll put you under my thumbnail. Send us an email, geekspeakau at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at Geekspeakau. And for anything and everything else, check us out on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash geekspeak TV. One thing I just did quickly forget to mention. Yes. The Australian Webstream Award to last Friday night. Oh how could we forget that? Uh was it Friday night or Saturday, Saturday night? night? Saturday night. Uh Todd Way, Dan Russ and I went along and Danny. Yep. Uh, we won four awards in the group. Yep. Uh, the boys won some for their films that they've done as part of the film distillery. Do over, over, like that. Yep, yep. Yep. Todd won best actor for Do Over. Yep. And um, Geek Speak Live won best news and commentary. Wow. But look, I'll let Todd and Wade talk more about that because that was really their moment. You know, yeah. they started Geek Speak. They earned everything, and you know, that f- night.
1: for a couple of self-confessed thick pricks. Yeah, they're doing pretty good.
0: Yeah, well, do you have anything to respond to that, guys? We're both
1: fucked. <sighs> On
0: that note. On that note, <laughs> I'm the Geek of All Trades, Steve Muller. I'm
1: your co-host, Brendan Lowe.
0: Geek out.